1: It's time the Betting Predators podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter at Sleepy J underscore pregame. Joined here by Stacks and Analytics Guru. We got Dan Rivera in the house. You guys can find him at Dan Rivera 228. And I got Jay Smooth in the house, grinder of all sports. You guys can find him at Smooth underscore 702. You guys can get us at the bettingpredators.com and on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. All right, guys, here we go uh, NFL Week 14. Dan Smooth and myself. We're going to go ahead. We're going to chop up six NFL games for you. This is our rapid fire podcast on this one. So this one will be quick, fast and furious. Let's go ahead, guys. Let's jump into the Saints at the Jets. Jets going to be plus five. We have a total of 43 in this game. Uh, I'll probably lean to going ahead and taking the points here. I know Kamara is probably going to be back for the Saints. But look, I, I, I'm still not a believer in the Saints team. I haven't been all year long. And I know it's the Jets, but it is a road game. Saints will be a little bit rested here. Uh, I kind of get all the factors. I believe everything that that's kind of being put into this line is, is being factored in here. Uh, I don't believe there's any secret to this particular game. I just think the Jets should probably be getting maybe plus three, uh, not plus five. So I'll take the plus five points here with the Jets. How about you, Dan? How are you looking at the Saints and Jets game?
0: You nailed it, Sleepy. We're not sure about um, Kamara. Sounds like he's going to play... It's not a game I can take the Saints necessarily because they do got a couple of other injuries on the offensive line. And we've seen how pitiful that offense is without those key linemen and key pieces. They do have some defenders coming back, but after watching the Jets last week with their bad offense and what most thought was an okay defense or at least low end defense to below average, that was pathetic from them last week. I don't trust Zach Wilson in this offense. I'll lean the Jets here, but I'm going to be looking toward the Jets team total under anything that's above 17.5 as 17 is a key number. So for me, my official player for this game is Jets team total under 17.5 upwards to 19.5.
2: All right, good stuff there, Dan. How about you, Smooth Saints Jets? Not confident in either side or anything involved in this game, so uh, I'm passing this one. All
1: right, so Smooth going to go ahead and pass Let's jump in the next game. This is smooth. team, the 49ers. They'll be on the road here uh, at Cincinnati. Cincinnati currently right now, uh, plus one and a half. We have a total of 48 and a half. Uh, there are some injury concerns for both sides, and I believe that that's one of the reasons why this line uh, currently has flipped. So smooth. I'm sure you have some thoughts on your 49ers and what you expect from them this week. What are you looking at?
2: Not a whole lot of thoughts on the game or the team. Um, I really haven't had a a good feel on this team, even though it's my favorite team. Um, like you already mentioned, a lot of guys questionable. Um, you know, starting a running back and quarterback and T Higgins for the Bengals didn't practice today. Uh, Elijah Mitchell didn't practice for the Niners. Debo Samuel banged up. So um this is more likely a pass for me now. Uh maybe closer to game time. i to get a little bit more solid information on the on the game and on the, each team you know, I might have a stronger opinion later on but right now is a pass for me as well yeah I'm gonna go ahead and pass here smooth to I mean when you have a quarterback and you're in top wide
1: receivers and running backs out uh, on both sides the best thing to do is wait it out and then make your assessment then and if you know you see key guys going out and books not moving um, well then that's when you go ahead and attack but right now I believe there's a lot of points that could end up being affected, you know, with this uh, spread. So it's a pass for me as well. How about you, Dan? I
0: got a pass here. I know this line was two, two and a half-ish when this opened up. I really think the 489 niners going to minus one or minus one and a half. really doesn't matter. I'm concerned about the Niners without Debo Samuel. And last week, I think the Niners were a little lucky to be in that game because they Seahawks had some bad fumble luck go their way. So maybe that score could have been worse. Maybe Joe Brown the Bengals don't start so poorly this week. Too many unknowns. I just gotta pass this game. I don't think
1: there's much value on either side. All right, let's jump into the Jaguars and the Titans. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and recommend a wager. Not in this particular game. For this game right now, the Titans are minus eight and a half, total forty three and a half. Uh I don't know what I like in this game. I don't want to lay eight and a half points here with the Titans. I mean they are not at full health yet. But, look, I believe this team will be, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bet them. You can get them like 28 to 1 uh, to go ahead and represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Look, I think that this team had a lot of conversation around it, you know, with Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. Uh, multiple players on this team are, you know, high level, high level players that, you know, th- this team was talked about, you know, being in the Super Bowl or, or winning the Super Bowl. And you're never going to get the Titans unless they lose this game against the Jaguars at a better price. I don't believe they'll lose this game. And then I think they're going to rip off uh, a bunch of wins and look, Derrick Henry right now is, is probably a, a decent question mark. Um, I, I personally believe he's going to come back. I think that he's going to go ahead and, and, and try to gut it out. And if all goes uh, south, well, he's obviously going to sit and he's probably going to end up having to go through maybe some type of surgery, but uh, I believe that the that the Titans are going to be all in once they can get their, you know, their big three players back on offense. So uh, again, if you could find like a twenty-eight to one, I saw some twenty-two to ones out there, you know, for the Titans to go ahead and represent the AFC. Um, I feel like there's a lot of value right now in that bet. Now, if they lose this game, you're probably gonna end up getting like thirty-five to one. But if they win this game and you start hearing rumors about, oh, hey, Henry's coming back, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, this line's gonna plummet. This is gonna go right back down to you know, 15 to 1, 14 to 1, somewhere in that area. And then it it kind of becomes unbettable. Uh, right now, the Patriots are getting a lot, of, a lot of props. Right now, the Chiefs are getting a lot of props. But I still think the Titans, you know, this team who has been banged up all year long, they've held the AFC best record for quite some time. So I'm not going to throw that team in the garbage. I'm actually looking to go ahead and buy them now. So uh, pass for me on this game, but I am looking to go ahead and play on the Titans to go ahead and represent the AFC. In the Super Bowl, and you guys can get that at a pretty good price. How about you, Smooth? How about you, Smooth? How are you feeling about the Jags and Titans
2: for this game? Yeah, this is a, another pass for me. The Lions, obviously, I think is obviously too high for the Titans to be laying this big of a number. Um, but going up against a team like the Jaguars, who, you know, they do have a little bit of talent on this roster, but just not playing playing well. Um, back the Jaguars last week with. Uh, Going against the Rams, you know, getting, you know, close to two touchdowns and they just didn't show up at all. So, you know, this is just a spot where, you know, backing bad teams isn't a good idea. You know, I think the only team worth backing, you know, that's considered a bad team, you know, by record is the Lions. You know, they got their first win last week, you know, going 110 and one, but they're one of the most profitable teams in the league. So all these other teams, um, even though they're getting a lot more than a touchdown, um it is, it's a pass for me all right so we're gonna go ahead and pass he said a lot of good things about bad teams we'll
1: get to uh another bad team here uh in a little bit here but how about you dan jags titans what do you got
0: the short answer is pass like you guys said just one bad team another one i got some question marks around the health but sleepy i'm glad he brought up the titans being afc contenders as long shots I don't know who's actually the best team in the AFC. It just seems like you can make an argument each week for a different team with a cluster of the same six or seven teams. So if you're going to be playing some long shots coming up soon, maybe the Titans, 25-1 to 1 territory, nice little play, pizza play. Worst case scenario, you would just buy out later if you don't like it later. But yeah, I just got to pass. I don't want to lay the points to the Titans. Do the Jaguars really like their coach? I ask that self every single time I watch them play. Trevor Lawrence hasn't had more than one passing touchdown since October. There's something wrong with this team, and I think the coaches and uh, players see that they don't like Urban Meyer, and I think they're finally just saying, screw it, we're done with this dude. So I really don't want to back the Jaguars at 8.5, but I really
1: can't justify the Titans at 8.5, so pass. All right, let's jump over to the Falcons and the Panthers. Uh, Carolina being be minus two and a half here. We have a total of 42 and a half. Uh, I actually like the under in this game. I don't know where the offense comes from on both sides. And it's hard for me to back the Panthers, you know, no McCaffrey now. And I think that, you know, that that team was in the hunt to make the playoffs, but they needed a guy like McCaffrey, you know, in order to, you know, potentially get into the wild card, sneak a game out in the wild card. And who knows, you know, they, they have, you know, some decent playmakers, but I believe that's a deflating loss for that team. And, and, look, they could lose this game. This could be a dream crusher. I think if either of these teams lose this game, uh, we just look to fade them, you know, in the next week. But uh, I don't know where the offense comes from for either team. So it would be the under, for me, 42 and a half. That's my favorite play probably on the games that we have on our list here. So I'll go ahead. I'll give that out. How about you, Smooth Falcons-Panthers? What are you thinking? Um,
2: just a slight lean towards the Falcons. Uh reason why it's a lean uh, lopsided play to the Falcons not sure why it's a lopsided play, given how bad they've looked as well. Um, so, yeah, this just be a slight lean to the Falcons to, for me, you know, catching two and a half. All right, so moving to go ahead, slight lean to the Falcons. How about you, Dan? What do you got? I'll slightly
0: lean to the Panthers. I thought that Joe Brady firing kind of out of nowhere was kind of fishy. Seems like they're just trying to blame somebody when that team got some major offensive line issues. But the problem is I don't trust the Falcons to be able to take advantage of that bad offense line for the Panthers. So at two and a half, I'll just lean the Panthers, maybe tease the Falcons up. This is a divisional game. So lean Panthers.
1: All right. How about Lions and Broncos? Broncos are going to be eight and a half total, 41 and a half. So we were talking about bad teams. Uh, let's give credit where credit's due. This is one team in the Lions that uh, we all know, is is not a good football team but they continue to fight each and every game and they and they they didn't give up and they went ahead and they snuck a win out you know against Minnesota they actually almost beat Minnesota twice this year so I'm curious which way everybody's going to go on this one because I have a feeling um that this might be uh, a pros versus Joes where the pros end up on the Broncos because they feel uh let down spot here for the Lions but you know I'm not necessarily sure the Broncos haven't been playing exactly the greatest football Eight and a half's a little bit of a, a little bit of a steep number to lay here, but um, there's a lot of things we can kind of consider for this particular game. So, Smoove, I'll throw it over to you first with the Lions and Broncos. Yes,
2: yeah, slightly to for me towards the Lions. Um, I had to lean towards the Lions last week. Uh, ended up being a play for me later on, and they came through. Looked like they was going to give it away a little later, uh, late in that game. But credit to Jared Goff, you know, making some plays on that last drive for that touchdown. But uh, lean right now because uh, Lions have some some key guys, you know, on the injury report that didn't practice today with T.J. Hawkinson, and you know, DeAndre Swift was questionable last all last week and ended up didn't play. But Jamal Williams actually stepped in and played pretty well. But the biggest the biggest um, you know questionable player on this injury report I'm seeing right now is Jared Goff. So if he's out, um, it'll be a pass for me. But if he ends up playing, uh, that lane could turn into a play for me on the lines. Yeah, and
1: I don't know what this line goes to if Goff gets ruled out because we saw his backup, uh, what was his name, Boyle? I think he went out there, he had like 34 yards or something like that. So um, this line will move, I, I, and I'm guessing that, I think if I'm right, maybe the line moved about four points from Goff to the backup. So uh, don't be shocked if you see this one creep up near, you know, near 12 points thirteen points. So how about you, Dan? How are you feeling about the Lions and Broncos? I'm
0: actually looking to Broncos this week. Lions got their Super Bowl win. That's a huge, huge plus for them. They got that monkey O oh, Zero, whatever you want to call it, monkey off their back and just screams let down. You beat the Vikings, you are on the road to Denver now. I know Denver's probably not that good, but do the Lions get up this game and if Jared Goff is a four-point downgrade, to the next QB. And Jared Goff, by all measures, is not a good QB. What does that say about the second string QB? Just terrible. So I'm going to probably end up playing the Broncos here, especially if Goff isn't 100% because he's just not a very good QB and he can't afford not being 100% right now. So to me, I think it's either Denver
1: or Denver and teaser with somebody else. I think Denver and a teaser makes perfect sense here, Dan. Here's why. Smoove had mentioned multiple players that, you know, could be out. It could be Hawkinson. Uh, it could be Swift. It could be Goff. This line can only go up. So why don't we get Denver now under that key number of three, get them down to two and a half, and look, if Goff goes out, Swift or Hawkinson, it's going to move the line. And I believe a lot of the wise guys and, and, and you know, big money uh, actually might come in here on Denver uh, for multiple reasons. You know, the weather could turn south, and it's like, oh, you know, you got to favor the Broncos rushing attack um, in, in that scenario, especially if, you know, somebody like Swift doesn't play. So this line can only go down. So I'm with you, Dan. That's the play I like too. Uh tease Denver, get them under three, get them, you know, minus two, minus two and a half. Um, that would be the way that I go. I'm with you, Sleepy. It's time. I think you should tease them down
0: at worst. I could see the books here given tens or tens and a half, even if these guys eat questionable going into the weekend just for teaser protection. But if you're going to take the teaser with the Broncos
1: right now, take it now. I agree with you. Like I said, if even if, if it's one guy, if, if it's Hawkinson, don't be shocked if they push it up, you know, a point, point and a half just to, uh, you know, avoid that teaser liability. Uh, let's jump over to Seahawks and the Texans. Uh, Texans right now are going to be plus seven and a half at home. Uh, we have a total of 41 and a half. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Texans team. Last week, uh, we had a heads up, uh, we had revenge against smooth there. Uh, we told them we were like, be careful messing around with uh, messing around with those Texans, and they end up losing the game thirty-one nothing. Um, I don't want to say they were a no-show, but boy, I am hoping that Tyrod gets to play. I, I haven't seen the injury report, but it's like Davis Mills again, dude. Come on, like I have Brennan Cooks in my DFS uh or in my fantasy league season long, and it's like when Davis Mills is out there, you you cannot use anybody. So. Um, it sucks. So, you know, yeah, I got to, I got to, you know, kind of pound my chest a little bit, but at the same time, it's like, damn dude, like, you know, one thing or another goes wrong with this Houston team for me. It seems like each and every week, but uh, I got one there, uh, over smooth. So I was happy about that. Get to talk a little bit of smack, but smooth. I'll let you go ahead and rip a run on this one. I'm guessing you're probably not going to take the Texans here or more than likely, I'm guessing you're going to do the smart thing and pass because, you're not necessarily sure what's going on with the quarterback, but how do you see the Seahawks and Texans game?
2: Yeah, this is another pass. I uh, want nothing to do with the Seahawks, you know, laying seven and a half, seven on the road. And, yeah, I'm done with the Texans, but I know we had more than just one game where we was on opposite sides, like that Lions-Vikings game, but we can let that one go. So, <laughs> So, yeah, this is just a pass for me, too. How did I know you were
1: going to mention that one? All right, Dan, he's going to go ahead and pass. Uh, I guess we, I guess we broke even on that one, but still, we didn't say don't don't mess with the Lions. We we did say mess don't mess with the Texans. So, I'm guessing that'll be the last time he messed with the Texans for the year. But all right, we're good, we're even. So what what are we now? One one and one. Yeah, something like that. Or no, nah, you're still up. You're still up two and one. All right, I'll get you. I'll get you before the end of the year. We'll. we'll We'll keep going. Uh, All right, Dan, how about you? Seahawks, Texans, what you got? If Davis Mills plays,
0: if you need a Broncos teaser option, take to Seattle now. I know Seattle's got their issues, and I've been hammering them for bad drafting, bad free agency acquisition. But if you get Davis Mills back there, I don't know if the market has properly adjusted for him because we saw earlier when they were laying 16, 17, 18 points, and they still weren't covering mostly. It's just... Davis Mills isn't a downgrade. He's just a, I don't even know how to phrase, just terrible all around. And if Davis Mills is out there, well, good luck with that Texans ticket. I'll give you that. So Seattle in a teaser or Seattle pass. Is Tyrod Taylor playing this week? Do we know? Is that confirmed
1: out or no? All right. So as I'm reading reports here, it looks like Tyrod's going to end up probably playing in this game. Uh, Practice fully on Wednesday. So that's a good thing. Although smooth one to no part of the Texans this week. I do. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Houston Texans here. One, I get Tyrod Taylor probably at quarterback. But look, even if it was Davis Mills, that guy has enough reps under his belt where maybe he can go out there and muster up some kind of offense. Uh, probably in, maybe to save his career because I'm guessing that um, there's a, there's a really good chance that we don't see him on an NFL team next year. But look, here's the thing. Seattle went out and they won last week, and that surprised a lot of people. And a lot of people probably are going to think Seattle's back, Russell Wilson's back. That team's not making the playoffs. And I've seen it time and time again where uh, a team kind of just, you know, they awaken from the dead and everybody jumps on them. Don't be shocked if you see some lopsided ticket counts in this one where a lot of people are jumping on the Seahawks and they come up as a lame duck on the road and everybody's going, what is going on with Russell Wilson again? Look, I don't think Wilson wants to be there. I, I actually don't. So, look, he—he, he, I believe he's going out there playing his best football in games that he chooses. And, look, I don't want to say Chicago is a likely destination for him, but I believe that was one of the teams that was on his list. May they move on from somebody like Justin Field? I highly doubt it. But, look, I, I think if, if that offer is on the table, then, you know, the Bears at least have to consider it. So uh, I don't know what to make of Russell Wilson this season, but don't be shocked if they lay a stinker this week and the Texans beat them outright or they end up making a real close game out of this. I just cannot trust Seattle, and I've seen it too many times, you know, for as long as I've been doing this, where a lot of people will think that uh, the Seahawks with Metcalf and Lockett and and Russell Wilson are, are coming back to life. And you know what? This is the game where it smacks you right back in the face and you go, well, why did I bet that team? I should have – I shouldn't have known better. So I'm going to go ahead and bet the, bet the team that, that nobody wants – Uh, right now and I'm going to take the Texans here plus the seven and a half I feel pretty good about that Uh, but that'll wrap it up guys quick podcast for you Uh, a lot of passes a couple good plays here Uh, Dan I like that team total that you had there for the Jets you had under right
0: Jets team total under was the play as long as it's above 17 and a half at 17 I pass though but when I bet it it was 19 and a half it was 19 earlier today so you
1: should be able to find it yeah i wouldn't be shocked if that's one of those uh 17 16 type games uh, but that'll wrap it up guys that'll wrap up the podcast good stuff from all the guys uh you guys know where to find us on twitter it's at sleepyj underscore pregame at dan rivera 228 and that's smooth underscore 702 you guys could always find us at the betting and on the best sports betting information site on the web pregame.com with that said i'd like to wish you guys all the best of luck for nfl week number 14 enjoy the games